102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you respond. Pretty straightforward. The phone numbers, you'll need them. It's 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. You can follow me on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it this week. It's at Jeff Ward Show. If you want to post comments on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it this week, you can do so. Please don't suck. Make the show better. Get to the point. Bring your A game, all that stuff. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Make sure you check out and subscribe to the podcast we put out each afternoon. You get the Jeff Ward Show podcast wherever you download your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, the Jeff Ward Show on YouTube. We drop that every single afternoon. Even though I look like Shrek and sit in front of a weird wall, it seems to be working pretty well. Well, this is what makes the Dallas Cowboys the most popular team. You know, if you really look at the Cowboys in terms of popularity, I mean, I, I, can, I can tell you why they're worth $9 billion. The valuation would be $9 billion. You know, that goes into skybox sales and signage and, you know, all that stuff. But this is why they're the most popular team, good ways and bad ways. They're always must-see. It took less than a week for your Dallas Cowboys to implode publicly. And in less than a week... They implode publicly in the most Dallas Cowboys kind of way. (laughs) Only the soap opera that is the Dallas Cowboys could have this kind of ridiculous ninth grade like implosion. The public implosion, it really isn't all that surprising. I mean, we live in a time where players have access to social media, they vent, um, everybody does. I do like to remind people that... You know, social media as as noise, it, it's usually sounds bigger than it really is. But when it involves superstars, of course it's going to be a big deal. Of course it's going to be newsworthy. So the fact that they have this public social media implosion isn't all that surprising. It's really not. I mean, things ended horribly, and you would assume there would be a certain amount of finger pointing. It just they they. As you know, they were completely rolled. So that's not that surprising. What is surprising, I think, is how it went down, <laughs> how it is playing out. That part is so Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Jerry Jones is at fault here. Yeah, I know it's going to be weird and twisted. I know when in doubt, blame the old man. He's disappeared pretty much. But... This is Jerry Jones's fault. And it's not his fault, hear me out on this, it's not his fault because his star players and their families, which is a new twist, are treating his franchise quarterback and top assistant um, terribly, trashing them. I mean, that, that's, that's not Jones's fault. I mean, he, he can't, you know, I don't think he really can. I, I don't even think he would try, but they could certainly say it to him. If there's anybody in the executive position in any field that can't say, you know what, you probably should shut up now, it's Jerry Jones. He can't tell anyone to shut up. So, yes, you're right. It would be, it would be sensible advice 
to say, hey, guys, you know, for the next couple of weeks, let's just lay off. Be careful. When in doubt, if you think you're going to send a tweet, you're going to make a post, don't. He can't say that because, well, look at him. He's a mess. But here's why it's his fault. Um, telling those guys to stop, even if you wanted to, you, you can't. You don't fire some guy in the NFL because he's popping off on social media. Here's, it's his fault because he didn't change things. Okay? See, that's his fault is that he sent the signal... I know it's crazy to say, man, you really need to fire your coach, but you needed to fire your coach because your franchise needed a signal. And I think this is a perfect example of the missed opportunity to say, hey, everybody, this is not okay. Because you've sent the signal that it is okay. It is tolerable. You're not that bent out of shape. And so naturally, my opinion, the players, and somehow in a weird way their families, are frustrated for pretty good reason. And so they're just now going after each other. So I think had he whacked his coach immediately and sent the signal, anybody else underachieves around here, you're gone too. I think it probably would have minimized some of this. You can't minimize all of it because, you know, they're the Cowboys and they're a, you know, a, a public dumpster fire. He didn't do that, right? He didn't send the signal. And so now the stars are blaming each other in the worst kind of Cowboys kind of way. Here you go. The whole families are involved now. Uh, this is from the New York Post. CeeDee Lamb's mom. That's good. It's always a great day when your mom starts going after your quarterback. CeeDee Lamb's mom appears to go scorched earth on Cowboys star QB. She did. This is what the Post writes today. After a third straight season with an early playoff exit, it appears there is a bit of infighting among those near and dear to some Cowboys stars. CeeDee Lamb, CeeDee Lamb's mother, Lita Ramirez, appeared to take to Facebook to shade the Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, in the fallout of Dallas's disappointing 48-32 wildcard loss to the Green Bay Packers. She posted, Dak isn't it, three exclamation points. Dak isn't it. This is his mom. Dak isn't it. They need to get rid of Dak's ass. It's guys on that team that want a ring. They work too hard. Dak don't want a ring. Get rid of his ass. <laughs> uh, she then went on to write, Blank, I wish he would. Somebody replied, apparently posted, you know, it's, everyone's po reposting, and then she's responding, of course. It's, you know, it's a full-on train wreck. I, that's my favorite part, is uh, they need to get rid of Dak's ass. Um, she says, I wish he would, because somebody said he needs to go to Houston. This is what his mom's posting now. I wish he would. Uh, he's from, CeeDee Lamb is from Houston. And she says, I want him to come home to the home team. That's Houston. Which I, I, I can tell you what I think of that. I don't think that's a terrible idea, by the way. But, okay, so there we got uh, CeeDee Lamb's mom saying, get rid of Dak's ass. Next up, Dak Prescott's brother. You know, why not? It's a good idea. Tad Prescott is his name. 
Dak's brother last out at a Cowboys fans on X. That's going to end well every time. You know it? Every time that's going to end well when you attack the fans. Great strategy there, Tad. I'm sure your brother's really thrilled right now. He goes, uh, Cowboys fans, why continue to DM me? Trust me. If I could get Dak to leave Dallas in a heartbeat, I would. I want him out of here. I want, I want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to he and our family, but I'm done with the drama and all of you so-called fans. He loves the team and wants to bring rings, but we need to get out. Okay. That's helpful, too. Right about the time they're going to give him a contract extension, which is a whole discussion by itself. Uh, there are options there. You, you can take your pick, um, but it needs to be done. A decision needs to be made pretty soon. So his brother goes in and says, he wants, I want him out. You guys treat him like trash. <laughs> and then, not to be outdone, because this guy won't shut up, Micah Parsons decided, and, and so I guess Micah Parsons' brother too, or his dad, I'm not sure which one, um, he decided to go to social media to rip Dan Quinn who was the defensive coordinator who might be a head coach somewhere else, you know, any minute now. So he decided to go in and start ripping on him, saying that they didn't use Micah Parsons correctly. Um, He blamed Dan Quinn and said the defensive coordinator, who is, by the way, likely leaving to be a coach somewhere else, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, They don't know how to use him. It's a waste of Micah Parsons' talent, you know, that kind of stuff. So they're, they're, all the families are in, and don't worry, they're all going to come back at each other. They're going to come back at each other. And Micah Parsons will probably do it too. Um, the real blame, by the way, for the flameout is not Dak Prescott. I know that's easy and fun to do. The real blame is uh, for the Dallas breakdown was their defense. They were trash on defense against Green Bay. They were trash on defense in the games they lost this year. You know, Dallas didn't lose in close games. They just got blown out. Like, if you go back and look, they just weren't even on the field. If it got away from them at all, that's it. It's full-on meltdown. The Green Bay game was like that. The score is not at all. That game was 48-16 at the start of the fourth quarter. So they get they just get run off the field when they start losing, and that's because their defense is trash in those losses, and that includes Micah Parsons, who had all of two tackles in their loss. Okay, so now we uh, we can count on much of the offseason being the Cowboys trashing each other, their coach. I'm sure the owner will get it before long. Family members, the whole deal. How to handle this. Um, first, it's great for my business. Uh, the circus that is the Dallas Cowboys is always good for my business. And I am I thought it might take a little longer for them to start to implode, but sure enough, within a week it's happening. So that's good for me. It's good in the talk show business. They're the best and going to continue to be the best reality show in sports. So it's not going to stop. What is unfortunate in my business is that Dak Prescott is not more like Aaron Rodgers. If they could, if we could just stick in a nutcase of a quarterback in Dallas, it would really be on. But Dak Prescott is the anti-Aaron Rodgers in every way. He keeps his mouth shut. He's the corporate man. But we really need him to go off at some point. That'll add to the circus. The options are this. I mean, just in terms of, you know, what they can do aside from all the craziness on social media. They could deal Dak Prescott, and there's stories that are going to be talked about. I think they're going to end up signing him to an extension. Uh, I think Dak Prescott will finish his career in Dallas, and he's going to be playing on a terrible team. 
Because over time, they're going to get worse, a lot worse. I think it's going to happen pretty quickly, too. That's not his fault. So I, I, I just I think De- Jerry Jones is married to him, and he thinks that Mike McCarthy is married to Dak Prescott, too. It's like a package deal. And so I think he's going to go all in on Dak Prescott and give him an extension. And that's it. That's the quarterback for the foreseeable future. If you don't want to do that or you have an opinion you shouldn't do that, you he has a no-trade clause. You could go to him and say, hey, look, man, uh, CeeDee Lamb's mom wants you out. Um, would you, ta- would you take a deal? Because he has, you can't just trade him without his permission. So he would have to go for it. But if you were to do that, you are blowing it up and starting over, or you think somewhere on that roster is your current quarterback. I don't know. I don't think they'll do that. Do I think it's a good idea? <sighs> you know, no, probably not in the shortest term. I think Dallas has a one-year window left, maybe, and that's if they're lucky. Two years, no. Three years, the window slams shut. So, you know, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you keep him for another year. I don't think they can. I think they're going to have to sign him to an extension. What happened this year is not his fault. He's going to finish second in the MVP race. So, Team Ceedee Lamb, Mom, and everybody else who's flipping out. First of all, you need to shut up. Well, no, you're not going to shut up. Um, to stop. The guy had an amazing year. If anyone shouldn't be complaining about the season they had with Dak Prescott, that would be C.D. Lamb. The guy caught, what, 120 passes or something like that? I mean, the guy was, he, he was his go-to to the point that it was kind of dangerous. What, what else C- team C.D. Lamb is Dak Prescott supposed to do? If there's a strategy to Team C.D. Lamb and his mom trying to get him out of Dallas into Houston, which I think is kind of interesting, and I think Houston all of a sudden becomes a little bit sexier of a team, I can see why he'd like to go to Houston. I do. Um, he's going to have to get paid by Jerry Jones, and he probably has figured out, I don't know if his mom has either, he's probably figured out exactly what I've just said. That window is small. That window is closing. The Houston window is wide open. The future of Houston with their quarterback is promising. So if this is their way to talk enough trash, make everyone angry enough, start enough fights that he ends up in Houston, I kind of get it. The Texans need to go get C.J. Stroud some help. They've got the money to do it, and they would pay C.D. Lamb, and it would be a great choice. So there could be a strategy to this. I doubt it, but there could be, and it makes some sense um, because he can't blame him at all for winning to end up in Houston for the rest of his career. Uh, the Texans need him, but his mom or anyone else can say he wasn't used properly in Dallas. He was used all the time. He's the second most important offensive player on that team. So Jerry Jones needed to fire Mike McCarthy to send a clear message that he expected more. He needed to send the signal that things are good. You can't send the signal that things are good when you don't make the playoffs. You can't send that. You retain people. That's what it looks like. And that's exactly what started the social media freakout. Those guys are frustrated for good reason. They want to make they want to go deeper in the playoffs for good reason. And all of a sudden, they don't know what else to do. They blew it. And the signal sent is, hey, maybe next time. Um, 
Everyone knows what's happening with the franchise isn't working. The players know what happened. What is happening with that franchise isn't working. It's not good enough. They know that. I think that's why they're going crazy. But can you imagine? I mean, this is the first week and the families have gone crazy. Can you imagine the rest of the offseason if this is week one? Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Better like that kid. On Twitter X, it is at Jeff Ward Show. Just get to the point. Remember, never suck. Make the show better every chance you get. That's the way it works. <laughs> at Jeff Ward Show from te- at Texas Hardball. I believe the Kelsey brothers will have a deal with Fox or Paramount. Like the Manning cast, they'll be paid $10 million at least a year for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's, a, that's interesting. You're right. They, uh, you know, the brother who's I don't, retired but not retired, liquored up at the Bills game, shirtless, back hair everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're pretty entertaining, I, I, I got to say. Um, I could see that. I, I could see a rival Manning cast-like thing. Like, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to be, certainly the brother's going to be like an edgier version. You know, the Mannings uh, look like the guys that are at the country club, right, with a, both of them wearing matching sweaters. They dress like we dress our kids. Um, and it's good. It's a good bit. It's a, it's a good show. But, yeah, for the Kelsey thing to work opposite of them, it's going to have to be, probably have to go a little more blue-collar. I don't know. I mean, does Travis Kelsey really need to be doing that? I mean, is he going to be a stay-at-home dad? I'm not sure he needs it, but yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. I can see it playing out that way. Uh, By the way, I think I'll have to wait and talk about this later in the week because I just, it's making my head explode. I just want (laughs) to just, you know how in the state of Texas there's the constant steady drumbeat of porn in the libraries from the governor, lieutenant governor. It's bogus. It's stupid. It's just, it's, it's uh, freak out grandma marketing is what it is. This is off the charts. Uh, an Oklahoma bill would ban sending sexy selfies unless you're married. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. And the details are even more outlandish. And if you say to yourself right now, well, that's cool. Be careful what you ask for. It would ban sending, and by the way, the definition of whatever sexy, I'm sure lawmakers are immune. You know, when they send pictures of their package out to anyone who wants it or doesn't want it, I should say, no one wants that. Um, I'm sure they're immune. The bill would ban sending sexy selfies unless you're married. Now, does that mean you can only send them to the person you're married to or just be married in general when you're blasting out your naked selfie mirror selfies? Senate Bill 1976 comes from the great state senator Dusty Deaver, shockingly Republican. Wow. 
Well done. Much needed, I think we would all agree. Much needed. Uh, the Chiefs-Bills game, just to tell you how good business is for the NFL, 50.4 million people watch that game. 50.4 million. See, that's what's amazing. You know, the NFL, on top of everything else, is those are two small market teams, and it's drawn almost 51 million people. And I mean by, wait, wait, Jeff, well, what does that matter? Well, you know, typically, you, you know, you're going to have bigger numbers because there's going to be a greater concentration of fans in, you know, Philadelphia or Dallas or something. You know, that number should be big. These are two of the smaller media markets in the entire country, and it produced 51 million. That means everybody wants to watch. I mean, the hometown is not the only one driving in that stuff, obviously. So it's reported today the... CBS coverage at a peak aud- peak audience. I don't know where everybody went. Where did 6 million people go? Listen to this. 56.25 million viewers was the peak. Paramount Plus enjoyed its most live-streamed event ever. The Lions' victory over Tampa Bay, this is obviously stars matter. Stars matter. And it helps to have Taylor Swift. The Lions' victory over Tampa Bay averaged 40.4 million viewers for NBC, a peak audience of 49.1 tuned in at various times. The game recorded an average minute audience of 3.3 million across Peacock, NBC Sports Digital, and NFL Digital Properties. Weird, um, the 49ers' Green Bay game had an average audience of 37.5 million, had a peak of 40.9. The Ravens' win over the Texans was on ESPN. That was 1.8 with the peak of 36.2. What do you take away from this? A lot. The star power is what tells you. It's not markets. It's star power. And the Texans don't have it yet. Don't have it yet. They'll get there. Um, The Ravens are, for whatever reason, the country's not doesn't find the Ravens full of stars, even though it's the best team in the NFL. Then you got the 49ers and the Packers. The problem there is people just assumed it was going to be a blowout. But that Kansas City-Buffalo game, I believe that's one of the largest audiences for a play. I mean, every year now the NFL just exceeds the previous year. But a number of 56.2 million for a playoff game is, is insane. How much of that is Taylor Swift? 5%? What do you think? Now, my Swifty just kind of runs in and out of the room. She doesn't sit around waiting, but I suspect there's a certain percentage of the viewing audience that sits there specifically to wait and see what she's wearing and how she cheers. Make sure you check out the Jeff Ward Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.